Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Borman. I am the divisional president of High Trust Coaching, and I have with me today um, Coach Lisa Wills. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. How are you? I'm terrific this morning. I'm so happy to see your shining face. You too. <laughs> um, so today we are going to be talking about something super important. But before I get we get started, I just wanted to kind of let everybody know that you know we bring High Trust Coaching live to everyone every morning. I mean, I'm sorry, every Wednesday morning. And our goal is to be um, bring insight, impact into your business, into your lives. And hopefully something that we say today is going to, you're going to come away with, you know, a new understanding or maybe even an affirmation of something that you already know, but you just needed to hear it one more time today. So let's get into it today. Today, Lisa and I, you know, before we get started also, as I wanted, Lisa, you know, I know that you, this is the second time you've been on Coaching Live with us, um, but I thought maybe it might be fun for people that are don't know you yet and how amazing you are to just kind of introduce yourself a little bit. Sure. So I'm Lisa Wills, as the headline says there above my picture. Um, <laughs> and I have been in the industry about 20 years mm -hmm. and um, mostly the most of my career has been on the banking side. Um, under the wealth management, high net worth customer base. Um, and I took a little stint about a year ago to try the broker side and came back to um, came back to the bank side just because they have the platform that that we need in this in this um, in this line of business for wealth management and high and high net worth customers. So I just returned to PNC Bank. Um, this will be my fourth year there. And I'm really, really excited to be back and already um, business is exploding. So um, and the purchase business, which is fantastic. So um, I've been a high trust coach for, um, this is my first year, but I've been with, with Hope as my coach for three years and um, it has completely transformed my business. So I'm really excited to be here and talk about some of the things that you and I have worked through in right. order to be able to transform business and allowed me to now help others to do the same. Yeah. Great, excellent, uh, Lisa. You know, I just wanted to tell you that as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, how, how you know, your business has just exploded and the, you know, just in the short time since you've been back at PNC. And it just makes me realize that when you're in the right place, doing the right thing, you know, every, every door just opens up for you, right? It's so true. It's so true. And having the right support system behind you. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So congratulations on that. I'm Thank you. happy Thank for you. you. Um, okay. So today we're going to talk about time. And, you know, obviously time is something that a lot of us don't seem to have a lot of these days, but I really kind of feel, and we, what we teach at High Trust is how you can manage time and you, how you can master time management, how you can have a work-life balance and how you can be productive and efficient and actually fulfilled at the end of your day um, if sure. you're managing time. So Lisa, let's just get into it. Um, talk to me a little bit about you know, why time is so important and managing time is so important. 
Well, I think it's something that in our industry is um, a necessity if we're going to go from average to um, exceptional, right? Sure. If we're going to be a master at our craft, um, it is the one thing that will keep us from being able to take the next step forward, from being mm -hmm. able to reach the horizon. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, it isn't being reactionary. And that was the thing that I learned in, in coaching that you and I work through. It's being much more intentional. So um, I, I reference um, Time Traps, Todd's book, a lot. Um, it's helped me immensely. Um, I've read it several times. And I, I feel like historically in our business, it isn't, we, we get up in the morning and we have all these plans on what we're going to do today, but then the day happens and it gets away from us. And unfortunately, we, we tend to spend most of our time then on the operation side and and babysitting pipelines and, and putting out fires as opposed to doing what we really do best. And that's mm. new business development and, mm. and putting together um, not only great, um, great plans, but also um, great partnerships. But we don't mm. necessarily always have the time because the time gets away from us. So yeah. what happens is we have all these grandiose plans um, for the year. And then next year, we're kind of in the same place because we haven't made any changes. So I think what's historical for most of us is we we're afraid to let go. We're afraid we need, we feel like we need to be in control of everything. And, mm -hmm. and then when we do kind of delegate a little bit, we, we kind of have um, maybe a bad experience and think, well, if I want it done right, I got to do it myself. But wow. that is completely the opposite of where we need to be thinking in order to grow our business, because that's not going to help us grow our business. Yeah. So Lisa, you know, you do, you're, you know, that's, that's amazing. And, and, you know, I hope that everybody's taking notes on this because what you just, that was a mouthful. And, you know, I wonder if, you know, on the delegating part and the letting go part, I'm wondering if some of us have the biggest problem with letting go because we have identified our value and our, you know, our value in our business by doing it ourselves. In other words, if we let go of that, then then what am I going to do? And where can I find that? You know, where you know, you know then what am I going to do? And and am I good at that? You know, I mean, I know I'm really good at you know pushing files through, and I'm really good at talking to clients and whatever those things are. But I think sometimes we kind of lose a little bit of identity when we start to delegate and let go. Oh, I agree because really we've we've gone to our maximum potential, most of us, where we have we have pushed the limits of time and we we have a beautiful business that pays very well, right? But what we've sacrificed for it is balance in our life, maybe our health. Um, and we really can't explain we we can't grow our business any more than we have because we've reached our maximum of time. And effort, and that's where that's where the the light bulb went off for me. Um, what first of all, obviously in um, in academy when we talked about time time management and time blocking, but also when you and I started working through it, and I started seeing that I didn't need to have my hands in everything. I didn't need to babysit everything. What I needed was a great team around me, and we yes. worked on on developing that, and then delegating the things that I didn't need to do to that team. So mm -hmm. I think at one point you used um, an illustration. I don't even know if you remember this, but as a surgeon, you said, I don't have to be the person that, that checks everybody in at reception. I don't need to be the guy that cleans the room. I don't need to be the nurse that sets up everything. I don't even need to be the person that checks the vitals. All I need to do is be the surgeon and come in and the team really needs to be all of those other things. And that has allowed me then to focus on new business development. 
Exactly. And did you finally, so when you were not, you know, distracted with all of those things, those in weed things that you really were not your highest and best use of your time, did you find that you started to develop new skills um, and new and started to master new, new talents and strengths um, in, in that process of building business and developing yourself? Absolutely, because you're focusing now, the majority of the time that I'm spending now is developing relationships. So, you know, every time I have a conversation, I'm getting better and better and better at it. Um, and I'm getting out there more. So I'm not the best kept secret sitting at my desk, putting in, <laughs> putting in apps. I'm not on a roller coaster anymore of, of getting apps, then making sure they close and then getting apps and making sure they close. But now I have a flow of business and referral partners. Um, and that just continues to grow. And I feel like the more time you spend on that now, now I am able to spend time really on, on, on myself and my knowledge base and bettering myself and bettering my conversations. Yeah, exactly. And bettering your craft. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I love that. So, so what was the first thing, you know, what was the first thing when we started working on time management, what was the first step? What was your, cause I, I really believe that in coaching, what we do is we don't tell you, we don't teach you to basically time block your entire day right out the gate. We, right. you know, we kind of start in, you know, in steps that we can actually execute on, implement and work it into our daily routine. And then we move to the next time block. So what was your first time block? Um, that's a great question because I, I remember the first time you sent me what a calendar should look like <laughs> and I compared it to what mine looked like. And it was completely different. Um, but for me, it was literally just um, doing what I called two plus two. I did two calls in the morning and two calls in the afternoon. And then we started tracking my hours. So I would do 55 mm -hmm. minute hours. Um, and I have a, I had a little alarm on my phone and it would go off and I would really try and sit for a couple minutes and say, okay, where did I just spend my hour and was it efficient? And over, I would say a couple months, it got me thinking about tracking my time. And I started noticing that my calendar was looking more and more like the one you sent and less and mm -hmm. less like the chaotic one that I had. Right. And I was spending more time. Right. And I think what, I think what the biggest, um, the biggest surprise for me when I did that was that I had more time and I, I didn't more time to do the things personally that I wanted to do. And I didn't realize, I, I didn't even think that was possible. Mm -hmm. How can you block out um, time from your operations oversight and still have time to do new business development and have time for, um, you know, things that you want to do personally, which for me was, you know, I'm a ferocious reader and I wanted to make sure I, I took care of my health and I wanted to get lots of sleep, spend more time with family and friends. And what I realized over about a year's period is I had that time now. Right. And I don't even know like how, when that happened and what the transition was, but all of a sudden it was, it was very interesting that when you stop babysitting, and you focus on what you do well, and you let your team focus on what they do well, everything works out. So yeah. then the goal became go to work, get everything done that you need to get done, right. rely on your team, and go home. Right. Yeah. And go and home. That, that was mind blowing for me. <laughs> you know, that's so interesting. I was talking to a client that we have in a coaching member that we have in Australia. And last week, and he was, we were talking about the fact that we, they had brought on a new person who was going to be taking on some of the, well, a lot of the roles of the partner. 
And um, and so we were we were going through that process and what their tasks and roles and responsibilities were going to be and so on and so forth. And I looked at his to his partner and I asked, I said, so that's going to free up a tremendous amount of time for you because you are not going to be in the weeds anymore. Have you planned what you're going to be doing? And he literally, you know, deer in the headlights, you know, had no answer for me, right? You know, because and and it was and it was kind of, you know, it was we we all kind of laughed about the moment, but I was serious about the question because I wanted him to start thinking about once this person is trained to start visioning what his business was going to look like and what he was going to be able to do that he has not been able to do for the last several years prior to hiring this person, bringing this person on board. So I wanted him to start thinking in those terms. So it's really kind of interesting that he went, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't have all these, if I'm not you know, in the middle of this chaos. Exactly, and I'll, and I'll add to that by saying, you know, what, what it opens up is clarity. So mm-hmm. you, you have time to plan now and you have time to think through things and you're not being reactionary. You're being very intentional and focused in the mm-hmm. things that you're doing and spending your time on. So you have the time to, to um, master your craft. You have the time to, um, to have enough rest and enough mental rest so that you can be there for family and friends. And, and that makes you better in what you're doing. So what I found is it's really the foundation. Time blocking is the foundation of, of a successful business. Because mm-hmm. if we can, if we can manage our time, it go it all those tentacles go into every other aspect of our business, including, you know, developing um, great relationships that t- those wow. that takes time. That's mm-hmm. not just a phone call that that's mm-hmm. not just something you do in the afternoon, it takes time. So it starts going into all those um, other areas of business that make you successful. And then it opens up, it, it's really mind boggling that you reach a point by yourself where you say, I can't do any more business. I'm exhausted. Yes. And then you start time blocking and you get a good team around you. And all of a sudden you have the time to do the things you want, but right. your business continues to grow. Right. That's, that's right. the mind blowing part. Yeah, that's that's the that's the awesome. I was talking to a client um, yesterday, and he has several businesses. So he has a, a mortgage business, and uh, a very you know a very strong mortgage business. Actually, his mortgage business, he's got three states. So he's Ohio, California, and Nevada, and um, and then over and above that, he uh, he acquires investment properties. I mean, he has. I think right now he's up to somewhere around 120 doors. And, um, and so he does a lot of, you know, real estate investment. And then he also, you know, um, kind of does a lot of property management and, you know, all of these things. So he's got a lot of balls in the air and we were doing his hourly rate yesterday. And, you know, his hourly rate is, you know, kind of through the roof because he kind of got honest with me and he said, you know, hope to be quite honest with you on my mortgage business. I'm only spending maximum three hours a day maximum three hours a day. And then, you know, he says, I just added an addition to my home. So I've really been investing myself, my time in that. And I just, you know, that type of thing. And I said, that's, that's the ultimate goal. We want you to make, be having a thriving mortgage business. That is, that's the, you know, I said, so don't apologize to me for it. Um, you know, that's the ultimate goal. So we're spending three or four hours a day in your business, having it run, serve you, you know, and, and serve the people that you want to be serving. And at the same time, you know, be able to do the things that, you know, the other things in your life that you want to be able to do. So it's, it's become for him, it's become a, a, a cash wheel. Absolutely. 
Yep. And, and it can be, it absolutely can be. And that that's kind of the, the part where it's surprising because it's hard to understand that if you spent less time, you'd have more business, yeah, yeah. but, but it really is true because now the time that you spend is like I said, very focused. So even with re realtor relationships and, and other um, partner relationships, you know, I'm very picky on who I spend a lot of time and focus on. Mm -hmm. um, and that even has enhanced my life because yes. now I have, I have relationships that I really enjoy working with um, as opposed to the ones that just completely stress you out. So you can, it even flows that way. And it, it, it's amazing and almost surprising. And every coaching member I talk to, when we first start down this road, I have to laugh because I felt the exact same way. I'm like, that's impossible. There's no way yeah. you could be in mortgage and spend three hours a day on right. your business and, and be <laughs> successful. But really the, if, if you look at the top producers, you know, and many of them in elite, um, they are, that's what they're doing three, yeah. three, four hours a day. And they're, they're go, they go home because they have developed the relationships that support the business and they have a team that supports them and they're able then to be the surgeon in their business, which is yeah. the goal for all of us. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, the first thing that you said just now, Lisa, is that it is possible. Not only is it possible, but it's extremely possible. And it's very, very doable to create that type of an environment. Um, and I know that you're doing it yourself. You've done it yourself. But I also remember the day, you know, a few years back, the first day you and I, you know, started coaching together and you said, Hope, I, I want to, I want to make more money. I want to grow my business, but I literally do not have any more time in my day. You know, and and we said, well, let's let's get into that then. You know, and one of the other things I wanted to mention was teaching our operations team time blocking, teaching our supports team. You know, one of the things that I hear, you know, when I'm talking to coaching members, especially at master level, is that we're talking about, you know, support staff and how many files they're managing and, you know, and, and what their workflow is looking like and so on and so forth. And because one client was telling me yesterday that some of the things, the wheels were starting to fall off the bus. You know, and mistakes were being made. And, yeah. you know, there was the 11th hour mini dramas going on. It was because, you know, someone didn't do their job. And I said, you know, well, how much, you know, have you taught your fulfillment team how to time block? And are you giving your fulfillment team quiet time where nobody can call them? Nobody, you can't call them. No one can call them where they have time that is focused time that all they're doing is those important tasks or all they're doing is, you know, getting disclosures out or all they're doing is collecting files or all they're doing. So if they don't have the distractions, you know, um, all day, you know, you know, for at least two hours a day or two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon, they're going to be 10 times more productive. And literally their anxiety, their stress levels are going to go way down. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's funny that you just said that because um, our operations team sent out um, three days a week where they're on do not disturb. Yeah. And, and those three days, they've, they've looked back through it and they're the most productive three days of their entire week because they're not getting phone calls and they're not being distracted and they're able to focus on one thing at a time instead of being pulled everywhere. And, and, you know, that, that's really a good, um, a good way for us to look at it too. Like yeah. I remember when you told me to turn the um, notifications off my phone, I almost passed out. I was like, how can I do that? I'm waiting for business. I'm waiting, you know, for clear to close. I've got all this stuff going on. You're like, and that will come, but you have to plan that in your day. 
so yeah. that it doesn't get away from you. And it, I guess yeah. it's the same, you know, right? Yeah. Um, monitoring mm -hmm. emails, monitoring your phone. That is the biggest um, time waster of our day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think that that's something that we want to, and that's how we build culture within, you know, we build, you know, a high trust culture within an organization is we're not only teaching it to our sales team, which are, you know, obviously frontline, um, but we're teaching that same methodology and business practices to our fulfillment team so that A, everybody's speaking the same language and C, everybody's more productive. Everybody Absolutely. has time in their day and, um, and nothing, you know, nothing is falling off the table or the bus, you know, the wheels aren't falling off the bus, right? That's so true. I remember a top producer at Sales Mastery. Remember the one, um, she's one of the top uh, producers in the country. I won't say her name, but her husband's a surgeon, remember? And she got a phone call in the middle of dinner and, and she said, I have to take this. Something's falling apart. He said, well, when something falls apart on in my watch, somebody dies, but because on the table, but on your watch, they can wait till after dinner. And yeah. it's really true. Like we make so it that true. important and it's not that important. It it's really is. Our business is important. If we have a great team around us that can support us and ensure that beautiful customer experience, then we really don't have to micromanage that. Mm -hmm. I worked my majority of my, I'm, I'm in Orange County, California now, but the majority of my business you know was in was in LA Los Angeles yeah. County and mm -hmm. I was in West LA my client my agent relationships were Beverly Hills Westwood Brentwood Malibu and I worked a four and a half day work week and you know and I kind of basically would manage my relationships by saying this is how I work if by Friday noon you don't have everything you need for everybody who's going to get in your car this weekend for every showing you're going to show this weekend and know what, what's happening in the market so you can speak intelligently, you can call me on the weekend. And everybody used to think that, that what I was insane for telling a top producing you know, agent in, in Beverly Hills this, but it worked for them. It worked for me and it worked for them. We're going, yeah, okay. And if they really, truly did need to get in touch with me over the weekend, which nine times out of 10, they really didn't, um, you know, it was, you know, it, it, it would be just that, hey, you know, I just real, real quick, you know, this, that, or the other. So I think that it's really important that, yes, you can fashion your business and it doesn't many, make any difference what market you're in. You can create a business that works for you. I mean, you're in a very affluent market. You deal with only affluent clients who, by the way, um, you know, they are most important. They are the center of the universe, right? <laughs> Totally. <laughs> they really and, and they feel and they feel obviously that you've taken care of them. They feel safe and they trust you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and you want that experience. So not spending as much time on your business in our minds, we think, well, that's going to mean a bad customer experience, but it really doesn't. Right. It's like you said, if you tell people how you work and you manage expectations and you have a great support system, right. um, mm -hmm. then there's no reason you can't reach as sure. all of the goals that you have for yourself. Exactly. So, so very, very true. So Lisa, let's talk a little bit about, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, um, time management and mastering time. And what was the one thing <clears throat> that you feel as though had the biggest impact, um, you know, doing as far as your time management was, was concerned? I mean, what do we teach our coaching members? What is, what is step two and step three? Right. So, um, so definitely setting aside um, time every day and, and being very focused and um, intentional on what you're going to do during those new business development hours. Yeah. Um, but for me, literally turning off my phone during the times that I needed to plan and think and, and um, make the next steps and also turning off my email 
while I was having conversations. So if I'm talking to somebody, I'm not, I'm not doing four things at once. I'm really trying to focus on that conversation and giving, because that's how it, we're building the relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I, making sure that we're blocking out our time and sticking to it on our calendar, putting mm -hmm. down our phones, not checking our emails, um, every mm -hmm. two minutes, mm -hmm. um, turning off notifications. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and then really developing a really good team and efficient system mm -hmm. was was equally important as we were doing both of those things. We were doing the time management piece because that also has to support um, this new way of doing business, right? Um, but it can be done and it, it really is habitual to check your phone all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And it's habitual mm -hmm. to check your emails all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's habitual to micromanage the process. And it's mm -hmm. habitual to call the processors all the time. If mm -hmm. we can break those habits by really focusing our attention on what our um, what our superpowers are and you know, in mortgage really it is sales. Mm -hmm. If we can focus our time there and trust the process and trust mm -hmm. our teams, Mm -hmm. then that, that all then helps us to break those habits of thinking we need to have control of everything and, and breaking those, um, those beliefs that if I want it done right, I have to do it myself. Right. Um, if, if we're saying, if I want it done right, I have to do it myself. Right. We have just capped our ability to grow our business. That's, that's huge. That's absolutely that's huge what you just said. If we don't feel as though we ha we don't have enough time to do more business, then we have just put a cap on a business that has no ceiling. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So we've and it's, it's amazing, yeah. right? It, it, it mentally you think, well, if I want to, to have more business, I have to spend more time, but really it's the opposite. Yeah. And once you once you start breaking the habits and seeing that truth in your own life, then it's very, very easy to continue walking that path. But I'll tell you, every myself included, every coaching member that I've talked to when we start this process, that is the pushback. Oh, no, I could never delegate that. I've got my own system. I've got my own way. I'm efficient here. I can do it this way and I'm, I'm successful. Mm -hmm. But if you want to grow your business. You have to learn time management and time blocking. Right. And really, I don't feel that's even possible because of our habitual nature without coaching. Right. Yeah. You know, Lisa, I'm reading a book right now. I just started it and I'm loving it. Um, it's by uh, Martha Beck and it's called The, the, the Path to Integrity. And um, she talks about the fact that if something isn't working, don't do it harder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought that just kind of really we need t-shirts with that. I thought that was great. It's like, don't do it harder. Right. right. Exactly. Which is kind of what our, our, our natural instinct is to do is right. If something isn't working, then we work harder and longer and, you know, and that type of thing. And instead of taking a step back and saying, okay, how, you know, what is this here to teach me? What do I need to learn from this? How do I grow from this? And how do I start to really grow and scale my business? You know, and that type of thing. So we start to we need to ha have those conversations with ourselves as well, right? No, I agree. And you know that sometimes we feel and our belief is success means we work really, really hard and <laughs> we make good money, right? But but that can't be, true success can't be at the expense of our physical and mental and emotional health right. or our relationships with family members and friends. It can't be, that's not success. Yeah. Sure. That's just making money. Right. So this, by time blocking and really learning this, um, which I feel is the foundation 
of truly having a business, a successful mm -hmm. business. Um, if, if we can learn that, it'll change our belief system. And we'll see that it's, it's not just being successful in business, it's being successful in life. And it's that's what time blocking does. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lisa, I can't believe it. We're coming up to the end of our 30, 30 minutes. It was I, so fast. I can't believe it. <laughs> Every time like, we talk. Yeah, I could talk to you for hours, but I know you and I have Me done too. in the past. Yes. Um, yes but, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you one. I'm going to kind of throw you a little bit of a curveball. Okay. And, um, and I want to ask you, you know, to complete a sentence. So okay. I, so the sentence is the key to success is. Well, I think I'd have to steal a line from um, from Time Traps because Todd says that the key to any endeavor, success in any endeavor is focused time. Yeah. And that's so true. Yeah. Um, so I feel that that is truly the key to success. I wouldn't have said that two years ago, three years ago when we started this process, but yeah. I believe it. I'm a believer now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Lisa. This has been amazing. So um, I obviously for those of you that are coaching members, thank you for being the very, very best part of High Trust Coaching. If you're not a coaching member and you want to hear more about our coaching program, please schedule a free coaching call. Talk to one of our coach consultants and you can just go to toddduncan.com backslash coaching, <clears throat> schedule a call, talk to one of our consultants, you know, and just really ask every question that you can think of and, and what you, what coaching is and what coaching is not. Um, and also, I think that take one thing that Lisa's taught us today, you know, take one thing that you're going to time block into your day for the next week. And just to see how that really starts to work and serve you um, as, as the weeks go by. Yeah, agreed. That's five calls a week, by the way. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's five That's calls good. a week, by the way. That's right. That's right. That's fantastic. All right. Lisa, All right. Thank you again, kiddo. Thank you, Hope. Great seeing you. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.